nobody asked, but I've never learned to appreciate weekends and holidays and especially like three day weekends more than when I started working a regular kind of like Monday through Friday job. And this isn't to start any problems with people who don't have the luxury of, you know, set weekends and those holidays off. Um, and I know what that's like because I used to work retail. I worked retail for a good portion of my life since, I don't know, since I was about 18, I think. <coughs> I only had one job before leaving retail that wasn't retail. And that was my very first job. I wasn't there for very long. Um, but since then, I worked for retail in San Francisco up until I shifted to doing work in not in the medical field, but for like medical companies essentially. Um, but yeah, I worked at retail for a good uh, majority of my life. Most of my work history is retail at this point. And going from there, uh, those retail jobs, it's like, it's very different. Like it sucks when you know that like you have to work weekends. Um, <coughs> and I know it can be different depending on what retail spot you do, what sort of service industry jobs you do. Cause it's the same with service industries. You don't just get weekends and holidays off all the time, depending on where you work, um, your availability and all that. But there was a time where I was just like doing for lack of a better term, like career retail, like I wasn't doing anything else. So I devoted my entire schedule to being available to work full-time for retail. Though I wasn't full a full-time employee, um, <coughs> I made myself available to be a full-time employee. And there were times where um, I was considered full-time at certain jobs, um, either through promotions um, uh, yeah, either through promotions or certain job titles that I had within those um, retail companies. <coughs> that being said, some places had better um, had some better um, scheduling and policies than others. I was really a fan of when because I was working. I only worked in San Francisco during those retail years. Um, one, the minimum wage is a lot higher in San Francisco and California. <coughs> California's minimum wage is pretty solid overall, but in places like San Francisco, they were having even higher minimum wages compared to the rest of the state. <coughs> the rest of the cities in the state. And then um, another big benefit was uh, the company I was working for at the time, I was working for the Disney stores. And during my first uh, tenure there, uh, I went back to the Disney stores about three times, um, going back and forth between other retail spots. <laughs> uh, when I first started uh, Disney at the Disney store um, that was on Stockton Street before Disney stores uh, nearly all went away, um, I found out that you had to work on calls. <laughs> Let me tell you, on calls are the worst because it basically means at least so on calls still exist in different forms, and I, I can only speak to what I knew working at Disney. But for Disney's on call, basically. You would have your set schedule, and some days you would have like, <coughs> um, like a on-call shift, either before, or after shift, or on a day where you weren't working. And it could be usually on the days where you are already scheduled. That on-call shift could be before, or after, and it was usually for an extra two hours. <coughs> and basically, um, you would call ahead of time. 
for your on-call to find out if they needed you. Um, if it meant you coming in early and they'll let you know, or they'll be like, okay, if it was a day you had off, they'll be like, okay, enjoy your day off. Or they'd be like, okay, yeah, we do need you. Usually you call two hours before you're on call. That's um, how I was trained. <coughs> now, if you're already working and your shift has an on-call attached to it, usually before your shift, they'll give you a heads up of, yes, we are taking your on-call. And then you'll know like, okay, so you're going to have to take a lunch. On-calls were the worst Mostly on the days where you didn't have a shift scheduled because it could really drastically ruin any sort of plans you had. It made you have to rethink whether you could have a day off or not because you might be like, oh man, my on, because that on call could be for a morning shift, an afternoon shift, or a late shift. And it could drastically alter, you know, like all of a sudden you do have the on call and it ruins your day. And like you're like, I don't know what sort of plans I can make. And like on calls were usually determined on, uh, normally there's two big factors that would determine whether they would take my on-call at Disney was did someone else call out, especially around that shift that you, uh, that your on-call is um, scheduled or two was traffic and business so busy that they could justify bringing another person in and using those hours because our hours were allocated by um, week to week paycheck. <laughs> so like the better the week was one week, the more likely it was that they would um, ex- take on calls the next week because they had the budget al- They could allocate that um, f- into the budget, you know, um, based on the income and traffic. It was the worst. It was the worst to stress crap. Do I have to come in early? Do I have to stay late? Do I have to, do I have a day off where I can go do other things, where it'd be school, run errands, or just you know take a day for yourself, make plans, have fun with your friends or family, whatever it is? Um, but it could always be ruined by an on-call. And <coughs> it was really 50-50 on whether or not you got screwed in the end. Um, so that was always unfortunate and sucked. Now, anyways, enough about that. What I was like I said talking about I was like I really appreciate having these set days off knowing that my my work schedule is normally Monday through Friday have weekends off and like I'm always extra happy if there's a holiday that befalls like a Friday or a Monday because usually you know you're getting a third day off and I love it <coughs> going from my old retail background you know you didn't have those days off I didn't always have holidays off too and I really appreciate that now because that that normal grind for me is really, really taxing. It really makes me appreciate having those days off because for me, you know, my day job, like right now, my my day starts about like 6 to 6.30 to get ready to commute where my day actually will usually start anywhere between 7 or 8. Usually, typically it's 8. Sometimes I do have to take uh, earlier meetings at 7, 7.30-ish. So usually between 7 and 7.30 or 8 is when my day work day starts. Um, and I'm typically working till 5. <laughs> but my, you know, like it sucks that like your commute isn't a part of your work day. And I feel like it should because for someone like me, I am commuting back and forth an hour or more a day. And, you know, you t- take in the typical nine-hour work week because I have – lunch as well and that usually is an hour it's like okay so that's nine hours of me like doing work adding a lunch 
which is required, which is crazy when you think about it, plus an extra two hours, 11 hours of my day is dedicated to like work essentially, or like it's revolved around work because I have to commute to work. I have to commute from work. I have to do work for four hours a piece and I have to have lunch while I'm at work. <coughs> and for my job, you know, I am required to be on campus. I'm required to be at my job because what I do is uh, hands-on. It is an in-person sort of support for the most ta- uh, most part. Um, there are opportunities for like, um, you know, remote stuff, but it's not always available. Um, and where they really do need us is to be in person supporting people and helping out, which is fine. I actually don't mind coming to campus. It's just when you really break it down, I'm spending nearly, nearly 12 hours a day. And that doesn't include, you know, like if traffic is worse that day or overtime. So I can usually roughly 11 hours a day is the average of dedicated time around my work life. If you don't uh, include possibilities of overtime or things running longer, basically more half my day or more than half of you know a twenty four hour period is dedicated around work. You take in the fact you still go eleven. If I could ideally have eight hours, that is seventeen hours of a day dedicated to work and then getting the proper amount of sleep. You take 17 out of the 24 and you're left with seven hours left in the day to do other activities. I don't even get a full like third of the day to do other things <coughs> because of how much time it takes from the work. That's why I don't I don't really blame some people who have a problem with, you know, corporate life structure. Um, my life, my work life is sort of a corporate life structured work life and it is hard. It is not for everybody. I don't even like it for myself, but I do like my job, and I very appreciate the fact that I have this job and the role I have. <coughs> but I understand because it is difficult. It is freaking hard to realize that. So I don't even get a full eight hours of sleep. If I'm lucky, I might get six. I usually shoot for six. Realistically, maybe around five. If I'm lucky, maybe around seven. But yeah, like five, six hours is usually what I'm averaging a night for sleep. So if you look at five to six hours out of my 11 hour, like average, like work focused activities, um, you know, that is, that's roughly like 14, 15 hours of the day. Um, So I'm left with maybe nine to 10 hours of like outside activity. That goes by really quick because that would include any errands I have. We have three dogs that we have to, you know, care for properly. Um, You know, there's getting food or cooking food, which can take anywhere between like 15 minutes to an hour, depending on what we want to (coughs) do. And on top of that, who knows what else might come up? Maybe we have to go get groceries. Maybe uh, on one day that could take, that can usually take an hour or two because we go to different spots for groceries. Um, there's also the uh, fact that we're also trying to plan a wedding for later this year, which takes an indefinite amount of time that we try to squeeze in whenever we can. On top of that, we have our responsibilities to our families, which can take an indefinite amount of time depending on what we're dealing with that day. Because at least with my family in particular, I have a mother with huge mental, um, mental, um, 
issues. Um, she's been diagnosed with dementia and we've been dealing with that for years. My dad is not a responsible person. So I deal with the fact that I have to take care of his problems with that as well. So there's just like this whole dynamic of things that go outside where, you know, if on average it's seven to nine hours devoted to whatever I, I can fit in, it's like, when do I find time to breathe? Um, and it's hard. Um, it's really hard. It's really difficult to find time to breathe is what I've noticed more and more. And it leaves me wondering, damn, that's why I appreciate my weekends more than ever. And knowing that like, I just got to get through Friday because then I get to the weekend and then I I know I have some time. Yes, we do try to throw in a lot in our weekends too to catch up on other responsibilities. That's been how our, this month has been for us. We've been on trips to go handle appointments and things like that around our wedding, um, like picking up her dress or dealing, you know, vendors, um, looking at in, looking at our wedding band rings and things like that. So we have been nonstop busy on top of squeezing in extra responsibilities that we couldn't fit in during the week. It is very hard for us to fit our responsibilities in the week um, for certain appointments and things because of the fact that like, you know, by the time we get home, it might be like five, anywhere between like five to seven o'clock, depending on what time um, we're able to get go home through traffic in the Bay Area. And if you drive in the Bay, you know, traffic sucks, especially if you're going from like, one side of a bridge to another side of the bridge. It's awful. Just rush hour traffic is awful out here. <clears throat> so, you know, that could, that leaves our options, especially now that like my health problems have become a concern, especially since the car accident. I'm also trying to squeeze in doctor's appointments and things like that, prescription pickups and all that kind of stuff in between everything else. So weekends are pretty jammed. So even now where we want weekends to be time for us to just, you know, recover and get ready for another grueling work week, we don't really get that as much. And it's very refreshing, but at least we know when the weekend comes, we don't have to, we don't have to take, we don't take work with us. That's the only joy that we get is that we don't have to take work for us, work with us, but we still struggle. And I can only imagine it's worse for people who like don't have that luxury. I remember back when my retail's days, you know, it was like, crap, man, what are my days off? Oh, it's like a Tuesday, Friday. That sucks. Like, yay, Friday. It's like, I was really ecstatic if I could get even one weekend. If I got a Saturday off, fucking amazing. That meant Friday night, I'd go out for sure. If I had a Sunday off, it meant Saturday night, go out for sure. But you always wanted Saturday off, and then you're like, fuck it, whatever. The good news about if you had a random weekday off, like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, is you knew, okay, I might be able to get a lot of productive stuff done. I can probably get all my errands and all that kind of stuff done because... If you do it early enough in the day, usually whatever you're doing, groceries or whatever, DMV, all that, it's usually not as busy because it is a work weekday. Um, And most people um, would usually not be making those appointments unless they also had that day off or they didn't work in the days or in the mornings, maybe retired and things like that. But generally, you were in better light to get a lot of shit done and be productive on a weekday work day. Um, At least I know I took advantage of that on those days. But now it's a little bit harder because I have to do everything after work during the weekdays or do everything on the weekend, which is fine. We make it work. But at the same time, it's like you want that weekend to be for yourself and you don't get that. Not at least not at this point in my life.
Um, it's just turned into a whole rant about a lot of different things. But going back to it, it's nice when you know you have set days off um, in your week, in your months, uh, mixed into your work schedule. <clears throat> because there was a comfort in knowing, like, you just have to get through these days to this point, And you get some time to run from work. And I know there are some people who are like, you know what? You should always be working. Uh, you always got to be on that grind. And yeah, that's true. Like I get being on the grind, but you also need to find time to enjoy life. If you spend all your life working, when do you get to enjoy the life you work so hard for? You know, <laughs> there has to be a balance. And I believe that's the most important. You work hard, but I don't want to say work hard, play hard, but you work hard. So that you can reach a, you can reach some points where you can enjoy what your hard earned what your hard labor has earned you. And for me right now, it's those weekends. Is that the point of this? I guess so. Yeah. So I guess that the underlying I guess the main point of this that hey, I'm going back to in my own head is the the like normal work week shit sucks, dude. I think. America, the United States of America's work infrastructure and the way things are laid out uh, needs to get reevaluated. I really do. Um, and I can say that in the sense of I don't think productivity always comes uh, in the form of an eight-hour workday. <coughs> um, I think I could get as much done. Uh, I think a lot of people can get as much done in shorter hours rather than spreading it out through eight hours but if you're paid hourly then i get it i'm paid hourly so i get working eight hours minimum <clears throat> but if things could be structured differently and you could get equal you, you could get a very like fit you get good at least fair but good pay for the amount of work you do in a short amount of time where it could equal or surpass that of just having to work so long because it's hourly um i think that would be better for everybody i think people need to spend less hours solely focused around their work lives each day. I think everyone would be happier for that if they felt they were compensated appropriately so that they could make a living and, you know, provide for themselves and their families, uh, depending on, you know, what their statuses are with, you know, relationships and all that. Um, my 11 hour workday sucks. I hate it. I hate just how much time I have to devote to it. And the fact that like, I actually know that, 11 hours is just an average and it's usually more makes me think so much about I can't keep doing this if you know I'm getting married but then crap like how do you have kids if you spend half of your day away from your kids <laughs> like that's crazy me like yes they'll have school and all that but it's like when they're when they're little when in those years where you're just like you just want to be around the baby and the toddler the child phase before they go to school it's like fuck i'm gonna miss so much of that because i have to work so i have to spend so much time away to handle work and it's like it makes me wonder by the time we have kids I hope I have a job that provide me more flexibility. And that may mean that like down the road, I have to leave a very good job that I enjoy. I love the company. Um, I like the people I work with. Um, I love what we do and it's a great company to work for, but it's like, well, 
depending on what I want to do and the fact that like my biggest my biggest dream job is to be a dad. Like that's what I want more than anything in my life. And I want to prioritize that, but I also want to make a living because I don't I make the joke with my fiance all the time about I wish I could be a stay-at-home dad. But I also understand, like, I do need to have some sort of income and provide as well. Because while she will make great money with the kids of what she does, it's not fair for her to have to do that. And at the same time, while I could be a stay-at-home dad and handles all the care aspects of things with future children, it's like I also like to have my own money. I also like to be able to, like, you know, have my own income in the event, we need more support, but also just because, you know, I am my own person. I feel like I need to have my own income. <coughs> and that's part of the reason why, like, not thinking like my podcast or my YouTube or social media might blow up for me. But it's just another thing that was like, maybe this could become a source of income. But for me, it's more of an outlet. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy content creation. Uh, I like to talk. Um, I've experimented with different things in terms of like my YouTube all you know, this is going off tangent, but anyways, I was talking about the weekends and it turned into a work life. And I think that more than like enjoying the weekends, it's, I wish I could spend more time enjoying life than having to commit to focus around handling work. Um, and I know this differs from person to person. It's all circumstantial and case by case with each individual and what's going on with their lives and their work lives. <coughs> um, but if you can find a career that helps you really balance that so that you're not spending 11 hours or more a day around the subject of your work, um, I think you will be a lot better for it in the sense of, I think you'll be a lot happier. I'm probably a lot more at peace and a lot more like balanced with your life. <laughs>